Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Good morning and welcome to another episode of As the Leader Grows. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. Man, where we are seriously, ridiculously passionate about helping business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. And super excited to come to you guys today to talk about something that's really been on my heart for the past few months. And my best friend in the world um, on Instagram, he goes by Master Jeff Jafar Jafari. Um, Just been an unbelievable friend, one of my guys in my corner and this past January at my conference in Atlanta at Create, he shared about um, he had literally had just lost his older brother who was under 50 years old. I think he was around 47, 48 years old. He just shared about that, um, about losing his brother. And, and he talked about time. And I wanted to share a couple principles from his talk that day. And I wanted to share a verse of scripture. I don't, I don't do this too often, those of you guys that, that know me. No, I spent, um, gosh, half of the last 25, 30 years in full-time vocational ministry, pastoring churches, planting churches, and and uh, my faith is super important to me. It's why it's our first of our core five, not just why it's our first of our core five. I believe faith, regardless of what faith you are, is is literally the, the, the cornerstone and the foundation of who we are as human beings. But Psalms 90, verse 12, this is what it says. It says, so teach us to number our days. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. <clears throat> I think sometimes we forget that, listen, we are not going to be around forever. And I love that the psalmist says, teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. One of the other translations, <clears throat> excuse me, says, teach us to realize the brevity of life. Like it is not going to be here forever. Like it is not going to be around long. And literally we have no idea as human beings when we're going to take our last breath, when, when we might literally um, be finished with this journey that we have here in these bodies that we have here on earth. And I'll never forget, I, I called Jeff that afternoon, and uh, actually Jeff called me, he FaceTimed me, and he was sitting outside his house by the pool, and he was broken. I could tell something was severely wrong, and he just began to tell me the story about how his brother had called him and said, you know, he was he was in Iran, he said, hey, I've got to go in the, do- the hospital, I'm getting a couple things done, easy peasy, I'll give you a call back in about an hour, and apparently they had given him a wrong dose in his or some some kind of medicine or something in his IV that he was allergic to and it 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 killed him I mean literally for lack of better words I mean it took his life and just remember Jeff calling me that day and he was just he was broken and you know here was 
his very healthy, vibrant brother who was alive. And he goes in for procedure. And the next thing, the next call Jeff gets is from the hospital saying his brother was no longer alive. And that scripture, when we realize our time is counting down, we tend to make better decisions with our time. And one of the things Jeff talked about at Create this year that I loved was, you know, the clocks we have on the wall. They have the, I have one, you know, we all have those really kind of decorative clocks. Mine is like one of the big wooden farmhouse clocks hanging on my wall in my, in my living room. And it's got the hands that just go around the dial. And the reality of it is, and I, I remember when Jeff said this, he goes, that's deceptive because it makes it seem like time never stops when the reality of it is a better display or a better idea of our time as human beings would be the hourglass because the hourglass has sand. And once the sand is finished running out, our time is up. The problem is, is we have no idea how much time we have, but we do know that it's coming to an end. I'll be 55 years old in a couple months. And I'll be honest with you. It's, um, it's amazing to me to think that I've lived over half my life already. And it's not even being about to turn 55 is, is like the big, big deal. But when you start looking back to, I remember my 40th birthday. I remember my 35th birthday. My 40th birthday was a week before my, my last baby girl was born. She'll be 15 August the, August the 14th. Week after me, already five foot ten and a half. She's taller than her dad. About a quarter of an inch. <laughs> she loves it and reminds me of every time we're together. But I remember that seems like yesterday. Like literally seems like yesterday. I'll never forget. We got up. We had, oh my gosh, there's about three or four friends of mine. We were all doing, we were all doing our um, birthdays together. There were several of us that were turning 40 years old. And... We had a birthday scheduled together. We were doing it in my subdivision at the clubhouse. I remember I did, you know, like 100 pounds of barbecue. It was insane. Huge birthday cake. All these people coming over. Pool. We're just, we're having a great time that day. And we wake up about 6 a.m. And my wife was going into labor. And so we had to miss the majority of my 40th birthday party. And then Obviously, Emma Kate decided not to come that day. She wanted to wait till the next week, but she wanted us both to know really quick that um, who was in charge, and it wasn't us. <laughs> it was her, and it's been her for the last fourteen, almost fifteen years. But I just remember looking back, and it was, um, it was, it literally seemed like it was yesterday. And here we are, fifteen years later, and it's done. And so. I want us to, the big idea today as we talk for maybe 15, 20 minutes is that this is when we realize that our time is counting down, we tend to make better decisions with the time that we have left. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. And today I just, I just want you to look, no matter what age you are, every single one of us, every person within the sound of my voice, you're listening to this podcast today. Every single one of us can think of someone that we knew probably in the last six months to a year that was young, that lost their life tragically, or that was middle-aged, that lost their life to some 
type of a disease or during the the pandemic, someone who lost their life. I did. My older brother lost his life during COVID. Like every single one of us, we all know people whose time ended shorter than expected. But yet every single one of us think there's no way that could be me. And you say, Ken, that's not true. And I'll tell you it's true. And I'll tell you how I know it's true. I know it's true by the way I see people live their lives. Like we don't live our lives with a sense of urgency. Now there's a difference between urgency and fear. Fear is, oh my gosh, I don't have much time left. I've got to do this or, or it can even cripple us from making the right decisions. But a sense of urgency is, man, listen, my time is short. My time is short. I've got to squeeze all of the potential out of my life that God's put on it. Every single day, I'm literally sitting here looking at my GSD planner every single day for this year. My quote's been the same thing. Am I living up to the potential that Jesus has placed on my life? When you realize your time is counting down, you make better decisions with the time you have left. Teach us to realize the brevity of life. The psalmist says in the New Living, in the New King James, I I love it. Teach us to number our days, to understand that, listen, time's limited. I don't know what passion, vision, call, you can call it whatever you want to, whatever the dream is on the inside of your heart for what you want your life to look like. I'm telling you, there is one way and one way only to get to that dream. And that is to live with a sense of urgency. It's to live with a sense of urgency. Teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And I think when we live with urgency, we not only only seek out wisdom, but we gain wisdom. And it's not just the wisdom that we get from ourselves, from, you know, podcasts like this and books that we read. We're literally in our GSD community about to hop into June and July. We're going through the 13 principles from Think and Grow Rich. I've got my good friend Greg Reed coming on this Wednesday night, the first Wednesday in June, to talk about the principle of enthusiasm. Like, it's not just those things that add wisdom to us. It's the relationships that we have. I just mentioned Greg Reed. It's the relationships that we have that bring wisdom to us. And I think that when you live with a sense of urgency, it is, it is, it is vital that you seek out wisdom. It is vital that you grow that you learn, that you literally live. It's why I write this quote. Am I living up to the potential that Jesus has placed on my life? Like for me as a, as a man and a person of faith, my whole goal in life is to be able to stand before God. When, when, when I take my last breath, I stand before God. My, my goal is to hear, well done my good and faithful servant. Like that's my goal. I want, I want God to look at me and go, yes, he, he, he used every ounce of potential that I gave him. Ken, are you saying that my life should be easy? (laughs) Not at all. Like absolutely not at all. I got a resignation letter in the, 
I got an emailed resignation letter from a team member last night at 9.15. Who, who who, and I've had resignation letters as, as have a lot of you guys. This wasn't even just a resignation letter. This was some, some personal shots. Does it sting? Does it hurt? Of course it does. I, I didn't say urgency brings ease. Urgency just brings, let me tell you what it does. When you have those moments like that, when you have those moments where you can't get buy-in from a team member or you can't get buy-in for somebody that's close to you and you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to move your business forward or you're trying to grow in your faith, health, relationships, business, and finances, then you've got a relationship in your life that doesn't want to move forward at the same pace or the same speed you do and you're creating a gap and distance in that relationship because you have urgency and they don't have urgency. What it does is it helps you identify and define the people that need to be in your life. When you realize your time is counting down, you will make better decisions with your time. So here's the question today. Are you living with a sense of urgency? Is there an urgency? You know, you've heard me say before, if you need an alarm clock to get out of bed, your goals aren't big enough. And really that, that quote, that quote screams of urgency. Like it is, it is about urgency. Are you living, <coughs> excuse me, a life of urgency? Do you understand? As the psalmist says, teach me to number my days. Teach me to number my days. When you do, when you understand you don't have long left, whatever that looks like in your life. Even you think about it in the, in the, in the, in the scope of eternity and the 2000 plus years of recorded history as human beings. Even if you have 50 years left, that's not much time. Now here's the good news. What can I'm 40? Can I'm 50? Can I'm 60? I heard, I think, I think this is Rick Warren who said this. I heard this probably 20 plus years ago. And you know, it's 30, 30 some odd year old kid. You're like, man, this, there's no way. And his quote was this. You tend to overestimate what you can do in the short term and underestimate what you can do in the long term. You tend to overestimate what you can do in the short term and underestimate what you can do in the long term. This really is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I just put before you today that you can live life with a sense of urgency because when you live life with a sense of urgency and you know, you have a purpose, you know what your why is, whether it's your, whether it's your business or the lives you're impacting with your business, whether it's a revenue goal, because you want to be able to afford to do things for your family. You've never been able to do before, or you want to send your kid to this college, or you want to take this vacation or whatever the case may be, you want to you want to pour back into a nonprofit or your local church that you're a part of, whatever that looks like. When you live with a sense of urgency, when things come at you, because I promise you things are not always going to go the way that you want them to go. And when they don't go the way you want them to go and you live life with a sense of urgency, what happens is... You look at the situation and you're like, okay, I got this. There's purpose. There's a why. 
There's a reason. What can I learn from the situation? And you do that with an urgency because you understand there is a potential that was stamped on your life the moment you took your first breath. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Guys, listen, when you realize, when you realize that your time is counting down, you don't live on this linear timeline like a clock with hands where it, it, it lulls you to a sleep to think that, oh, time's never going to end. It just keeps going. Listen, long after you take your last breath, the arms of that clock will still be moving in a circular motion. They'll still be showing how time is represented. But the reality of it is for each of us, our time is passing. And we do not have an unlimited amount of time. You can spend money this weekend. I spent some this weekend. You can spend money and you can go make more money. But when you spend your time, it's gone forever. That's why one of our core values is focus. Focus is how we dominate our calendar. How do I squeeze every ounce of potential out of every single day? Urgency. You do that with urgency. Doesn't mean you're in a hurry. Doesn't mean you're in a rush. Doesn't mean you, you're trying to force things to happen. But there's an urgency. There's an underlying urgency in what you do. There's an underlying, okay, I, 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 am, I am called, propelled. There is something that is pushing me to do this dream, this, this vision, this thing that God has placed in my heart. Whether it be in your faith life, your health life, your relationships, your business, or your finances. There's something that's pushing me forward. Teach us to number our days. My heart and prayer for you guys this morning is this, that you literally would look at this week with a sense of urgency. Look at the rest of your life with a sense of urgency. What if I said, what if you had, this was your last week on the planet? What would you do? What would you be urgent about? If you had a year left or five years left, what would you be urgent about? And how would that understanding of how finite your time is, how would that, how would that understanding change the priorities you have in your life? Anyway, I hope that helped you guys today, man. It's just something that's been heavy, heavy, heavy on my heart, looking at the concept of time and that when we think it's never ending, we do not, we lose the urgency that we need in order to live up to the potential that God has placed on each and every one of our lives. Listen, guys, if you've enjoyed this, if this has added value, I would love to see you inside of our GSD community. It is the number one online community for entrepreneurs in America, hands down. We have dozens of amazing entrepreneurs who get together every Monday, 8 a.m. and every Wednesday at 8 p.m., for coaching call, listen, this month, it's the summertime, June and July. If you're listening to this podcast later, obviously, you're going you're gonna to miss out on this. We've actually themed out this these next two months. We're going over the 13 principles from Think and Grow Rich. 
And I've got amazing friends of mine like Greg Reed, who's coming on to talk about enthusiasm. Um, good friend and mentor, Sharon Lecter, co-author of Three Feet from Gold with Greg Reed, which came out of Think and Grow Rich, and um, Outwitting the Devil, uh, where Napoleon Hill's family let Sharon take the manuscript and literally um, publish that manuscript and then in that shared her insights um, from that manuscript from Napoleon Hill. That book is phenomenal, by the way. If you haven't if you haven't read it or listened to it, I encourage you to get it on Audible. It's it's an unbelievable, unbelievable book. And then Sharon's also the co-author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, she's the number one selling author of all time for females when it comes to financial literacy or financial books. Um, she's a rock star. She's going to come on this month as well and, and share with us on a Wednesday night her principles and her takeaways from Think and Grow Rich. But anyway, if you're not a part of our community, we'd love you to do that. We've got three courses online. Um, I've got three courses geared around mindset, strategy, leadership, development, private Facebook community with a couple hundred, almost 300 entrepreneurs around the country. Listen, go to growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge. You can join us absolutely free for 10 days. Growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge. You can connect with us absolutely free for 10 days. Get access to my grow course where I talk about how to, how to work on our mindset. Because listen, you can have a great vision, but if your mindset, if your belief system isn't on par with your vision, your vision is going to trip over your mindset every single day. How do you get rid of fear, insecurity, scarcity? How do you, how do you overcome limiting beliefs like shame, comparison, and success? Like, well, how do you do that? I walk you through in that course on how to identify, remove, and replace each of those top six limiting beliefs that we see in people's lives. Growstatdrive.com forward slash challenge. Also, <clears throat> for those of you guys that are in the Dallas, Texas area, and maybe if you're even not in the Dallas, Texas area, we're coming to Dallas, create conference, number one conference, entrepreneur conference in the South, coming to Dallas, July the 26th, 27th, the 28th. Myself, good friends like Brendan Bouchard, Gary Brecca, Master Jeff, Catherine Gordon, Erwin McManus, um, we have signed a contract with the one and only Jordan Peterson, just waiting on Jordan to sign his contract and send it back our way. Uh, but we should be adding Jordan to the lineup this week as well. It's going to be a phenomenal two and a half days, guys, where we go through our core five again, which is faith, health, relationships, business, and finances. You're going to be together with several hundred of the top entrepreneurs in the world. Listen, the number one complaint I hear from entrepreneurs is how lonely the journey is. We solved that problem by starting Create. Get in the room with people who think bigger than you. Invest in yourself. Invest in relationships. And I promise you, it'll be the best year you've ever had. Listen, look forward to seeing you on next episode of As a Leader Grows. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As The Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.